0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church podcast. My name is Craig Henson. I'm your host today, and I am joined by the Cox brothers. Yes. Hey. Lead what's up? pastor Eddie Cox, executive pastor Brian Cox. And uh, hey y'all, we're coming right out of Freedom Weekend. Huge success. Big night on July 4th, Saturday night. Fireworks, all kinds of people tailgating. And then on Sunday we had drive-in church and then we came inside for a service at 11.
1: Yeah, that was an awesome day. I was I, and it, hot for you. Wasn't it was it? hot. Yeah. It was, and but it was. Uh, you had a, a change good, of clothes,
2: right? I changed clothes after the nine thirty came in. Changed clothes and then did the eleven. Yeah. So, yes, it was a successful weekend. Nobody knew what was going to happen, who was going to yep. show up, you know. And we did everything we could do to make everybody safe, and it seemed to work.
1: So. Yeah, and I think we hit that. Well, over we were forty percent, basically in attendance yeah the, it's been our normal yeah. numbers which we thought was going to be more like 20 that's what everybody so
2: and most of the churches have been that's sunday i'm
1: sorry i jumped right to sunday there no that's but, good
2: and we
0: i mean we had about i think 33 or 34 cars at drive-in church mm-hmm. and uh, just so y'all know y'all are there listening if you want to come inside we've got everything social distance for you we're keeping everybody safe uh, we're taking every measure that we can uh, to make sure that you're safe. So uh, come and join us uh, Sunday morning for 930 at drive-in or 11 o'clock for our inside service.
2: Yeah. Marathon, you know, we, we spread out pretty good. It's a big building, so it worked out really well. Both, both, all the environment seemed to work. You know, wherever you wanted to go, whatever you want to do, it worked really good.
1: Yeah, it was really good to see people in fa- person. You know, that was a nice... Thing. and I think people were really excited to be there and um, I'm just looking forward to do it again you know it was different you know been speaking to cars and then you know, you got faces and you have mm-hmm. a you ask a question and now you can get a response yeah I heard yeah. you say that Sunday You, I think it kind of messed you up a little bit because you're like oh I can actually see you and you respond Yes. So you tell a joke and they laugh. They laugh. Yeah. 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 They got it. Normally you never know if the joke works.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely tough. (laughs) Uh, The one thing I will say about being inside, it's really tough on the huggers. We're asking people not to hug and it's tough on them. Those people that are, you know, that's their love language. That's a difficult thing for them. But uh, man, it was so exciting to see people in the building. They were so excited to be in here. And, at Drive-In and the Inside Service, Eddie wrapped up our study in Galatians on Sunday with an awesome message, told some crazy stories. Oh, my, um, yes. But we're, we're actually um, moving into a new series that we're going to talk about in just a little bit, but Eddie set it up perfect on
2: Sunday. Yeah, the love revolution is coming. You yeah. know? And Galatians did that. You know, They told mm-hmm. us how to love and who to love and how God loves. It was really cool watching that yeah.
1: happen. Yeah, I love hearing those old stories. I, you know, <laughs> we got it. I was telling you, he tell did tell the complete time. story of the um, carpet fiasco, I guess. Um, Where he blew up pyro in a church. Yeah, because Eddie okay. liked to blow up things, you know. We did. And So we, I think we were the first to introduce pyro into the Baptist church. I don't think they're still doing that. But th- we went to that church – and we do this big I don't know what song it was a champion the champion, the champion. Yeah, my Carmen, the yeah. Champions. and it's at all, the end yeah. you know Jesus comes out and, and the pyro goes off and it's just amazing big explosion well we had a strip all the way down the front of the stage I remember an aluminum foil and I'm sitting on the front of the stage okay so I'm running sound and and all of a sudden this pyro goes off and I'm, I'm blinded all I could see is just bright light. I didn't know if God was coming back or not. <laughs> right. And next thing I know, you see these pieces of aluminum just falling down. Wow. And hitting the carpet. And I'm watching, as <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm watching the carpet burn in spots. Yes. I'm going, wow, that's incredible. What we didn't know until later was they just put that carpet in. It was brand new. A brand new carpet. So we were, I don't think we were welcome back. No, they didn't invite us back. And, uh, yeah. We had our. I think we helped pay for it or something. <laughs> we did.
2: But you remember the pastor? Here's what happened. After it blew up, the pastor gets up to speak and you can't see him. Yeah. There's too, much, too smoking. much smoking. So everybody goes and runs open windows and doors and finally it
1: cleared out, but we were in trouble. That was it. That's bad. awesome. It was a good message on what is valuable to you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> What's really important what to you. What is really important is not the carpet, okay? Yeah. By we were, the
0: way, it was it was an amazing message. If you haven't had a chance to uh, watch it or listen to it yet, uh, you can watch it on YouTube, our Facebook page. Uh, you can listen to it uh, on our podcast channel. So uh, subscribe and, and like and comment on our podcast and on our weekly message. So one of the things that Eddie had talked to us about, for the last couple of weeks, it was uh, plowing and planting and picking. And in Galatians 6, you know, Paul talks about that whole, you know, whatever you plant, you're going to harvest and all those kinds of things. And then he says, you know, don't get weary doing good. Hang in there, keep going. And you talked about that Sunday, Eddie.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the biggest things, I think. if If you look at the whole New Testament, it's about not giving up, finishing the race, all those things. Right. And I think that's what he was trying to, at the end, say. This is what you need to do. Don't give up in doing good. Stay with it. Stay with the plan, and you will have a harvest. It will come in.
0: Yeah, it was interesting what Paul does in Galatians because he he kind of starts out and 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 basically says, "Man, you guys are messing this all up. Like yeah. you're you're away from where you're supposed to be." And then, but in a lovingly way, he kind of gets back around to, "Okay, now that I've got you back on track, let let's roll. Let's let's do this. God's going to." do some plowing and then you're going to do some planning and you're going to reap a, reap a harvest
2: it is amazing how um he had to deal with us first you had to deal with yourself before you can deal with mm-hmm. others and that's what he was doing like you're just you're trying to still do all the things that we told you not to do you know and you need mm-hmm. to learn and you need to put this love into into action you need to put this love into motion and that's what he was trying to tell us is you need to stick with it and it uh that's that's kind of where we are right now
1: i, I like the way you said plowing That's a great way to kind of put perspective on your pain. Yes. You yeah. know, what am I going through right now? We're all going through something crazy, you know, but there's a reason that God is, is doing what he's churning up the ground. He's, you know, getting us ready for something, I believe, and and we're all having to go through it together. Yeah, you know, you know I, I hear
2: Christians say all the time, I want God to use me. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. well, that that's probably what you shouldn't be saying because because right. yeah, the, the, the plowing is coming because mm-hmm. you you go and I want to be like Jesus Christ. Well, he's got to break up some stuff. They got pride issues. We got all these things in our life that we got to be. It's got to break up, and uh, it's a little bit painful to become like him.
0: It is, yeah. Don't don't pray
2: for humility. That, <laughs> that was your yeah. message, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't
0: it, try to humble yourself first. If you pray for it, that's yeah. not going to go well for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or patience either. Why, why yes. do we do that? Don't preach on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. One of the things I loved that that really hit home with me in the series is that a lot of times, because I grew up in the church and in traditional churches and stuff, a lot of times I I want to think only corporately about the church. But one of the things that God did in me was like, okay. God's doing like some, some big plowing, like on the whole planet right now. But he's doing it in the church, and he's doing it in me. And then corporately, again, as a church, we're going to do some planting. We're going to have a July 4th festival atmosphere and try to plant some seeds. But I'm required to plant seeds personally. Right. Like there's, there's, I'm going to encounter some ground as well. And God wants me to plant a seed there. And I've got to identify those people yes. uh, that he puts in my life uh, so that uh, I can love them as Jesus would.
2: Yeah, I think the planning, I think the sphere. is it how you say it? Sphere? Sphere, yes, sphere of influence. It's where you are. You know, I think sometimes we see too big, like, well, you know, what's happening over here and somebody needs to be doing that. We got to do what we do, you know, and the planning is coming. That's where the love revolution is going to come in in a few. And this is where we do our stuff because we're the ones that know who's around us and what we need to do.
0: Yeah, I know one of the things that we value as a church is that when it comes to serving God and others, it we try to simplify, it. and I, th- I think, Brian, you say this all the time, find a need and fill it, mm-hmm. find a hurt and heal it. Mm-hmm. And it's all around us, but we have to be
1: prepared and looking for it. And I think it's difficult right now sometimes because we look at ourselves so much. I mean, that's part of what we're we're getting ready to do is talk about – this love revolution and how society has become pretty much selfish. I don't want to guess I'd jump ahead there. No, no,
0: let's roll into love revolution. um, It all flows together. Eddie
1: talks about, you know, identify me to need, point them to Jesus and the church. And I think it's for us to see the world change, it has to become personal. It can't just be, you know, a preacher on stage, you know, telling people what to do. It has to become part of the church. On a personal level, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I think we're, we're talking about The Love Revolution, which is a book from Joyce Myers, which I love her, and how she uh, pers- pers- puts perspective on the, the love issue and how I will talk about it Sunday, about how the world is a dark, dark place, okay? Yeah. And she said, mainly the reason it's dark is because the Christians in the church have their lights on dim. Yeah, yeah, that we're not yeah. really shining Jesus. Now we're really good as a church to tell everybody what to do, but we're not showing them. And I think I think we have to come together and in a personal way find that person at work or at school or at home, especially at home. <laughs> we don't want to love our family sometimes. <laughs> i love my brother though thank you brian yeah I do. Awesome. Beautiful. beautiful beautiful but i can feel it can you feel uh-huh. the love in the I room can yeah can it. you you can tell <laughs> yeah. yeah especially when we have good meetings you yes, can feel that. oh right. yeah but i think that's part of what we're trying to do you know how can we uh change the world and where it's going you know as a church as a christian what what can we do you know personally i believe there is a way to do that i believe you know we have an opportunity like never before and i'm really hoping we don't miss it i'm really hoping the church doesn't take for granted what god is giving us by the plowing right now yeah and that we're going to look around you know and start planting seeds, start loving people where they are, and get away from that selfishness that we are. If you look at our society, society America, I guess especially, and in in what I've seen, me included, we are so selfish that we, I mean, we can't even stand in line without losing our mind. <laughs> yeah. no, I true, didn't man. mean for that to rhyme, yeah. but <laughs> it did. <laughs> but We're but you... always in a hurry with that. right. Cause, you know. right. And and it just, it's like I'm reading her book. Okay, I've been reading it for a few weeks now, and you know I, I've been doing the Christian thing for a while. Okay, let's just say it like that. We're That's all been, good. We're all been doing the yeah. Christian mm-hmm. thing for a while. We think we understand what love is. We think we understand what loving others is. We may think that means you know we'll send them a card every now and then, or we'll pray we'll pray for you. Okay. I think Jesus is telling us way more than that. You know, we have to step out of our comfort zone. We have to show love. We have to be love. And we can't do that without a sacrifice, for one thing. You know, love is a sacrifice. Love is a choice. And that's what she's saying in in here. She's talking about, I think you'll bring it up in a minute about the Good Samaritan, how we see a need, yes, but sometimes we just walk right past it. Oh, yeah. And we go right yeah. to our seat at church or our mm-hmm. parking lot at church now. And we right. walk right past the people, and we go out to lunch after church, and we treat people like they're just no good. And it blows my mind. No wonder the world doesn't understand what Jesus really means. Right, You know, they, you say that, you say Christian or Jesus anymore, and you're like, oh, no, you're one of those and it's it's be- so sad. It's because we haven't shown them love. We've shown them rules. And religion. And, and religion. Like and religion. That, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. It's, a, it's a religion that's just dead. It doesn't work. We're you right. Know? Everybody else is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, that's kind of how going. we grew up.
2: We grew up with that in church. You know, right. uh, we, we, were, we were taught what everybody else was doing wrong, and we're the only ones doing it right. Mm-hmm. And so it was more of what you don't do rather than what you do so teaching us how to love other people that are not like us was not really there we don't
1: want to do that most of the time yeah if you don't come with you i mean
0: i think it was back in message (laughs) three of galatians you actually said that you said we were never told what we could do it was always what you can't do yeah Yeah. Uh, we we were never told you you know you can actually go love on people you can actually go change somebody's life but we were too busy
2: not doing the stuff we weren't supposed to do. We weren't doing any of the stuff we should be doing. And that's where Paul was talking about freedom. What, what happens when you get past yourself? Boy, you can really do some stuff. And that's what happened to him. So I can be free to love once I'm. Once I understand, I don't. I'm not trying to keep all the rules because I always felt bad about that. I never did. Yeah. Do, I never. I can't keep all the rules now. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always felt bad. Somehow, every time we came to church, we were always feeling mm-hmm. bad because we know we didn't do the right thing somewhere. I can <laughs> remember growing up.
1: And not intentionally. I, I I just I never thought about the other person. <laughs> I always thought about what I needed to do. I needed to make church at eleven o'clock, then I had to make oh I had to make Sunday school first. Right, yeah, that was and definitely. Then I had to make church at eleven, then I had to make training union at six, then I had Wednesday night at seven. All things all those are great things, but that's all we thought about. We weren't yeah. thinking about the guy at the gas station that might need to say, Hey, hey, you're doing a good job. Thank you for Help me out, or put yeah, my I, gas in. I, I think
2: we our thing was just invite. Our thing was invite people to the church and let the church handle it. Mm-hmm. That's it. you know what I'm saying? That's kind yeah. of what happened. Just let the church handle it. I never did think that we are the church that we should be handling. You know, it just it was, that's that's changed for me with working with marathon, being at marathon. Yeah.
0: I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've actually and and this was years ago now. But I invited somebody to the church, and they're like, "You go to
1: church." <laughs> that's
0: that's not good when that happens. You know, like, there were, I wonder
1: why they said that, Craig. Yeah, what there was no, there was nothing
0: in my life. I, I'd never uh, behaved in a way as a you know toward them in a loving way to make them even have a clue that I might have a relationship with Jesus. That's not good, and uh, that I I don't like confessing that, but it's happened to me before.
1: That's that secret Christian thing where you don't <laughs> want anybody to know. Well, why don't you tell me if this is bad? You want ask, I'm, going you,
2: I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. All right, I do this. When I go play golf with people I do not know, I ask the person who knows me not to tell people I'm a pastor. And the reason I ask that is because I want, I, I want them to be genuine as possible. Because as soon as they find you. out I'm a pastor, their language change, That's and right. all of a sudden God comes in from everywhere. And that's right. So I don't know if that's yeah, good or bad.
0: You could play fifteen holes with them, and they could have been cussing up a storm. And then when they oh, yeah. find out, they they start apologizing for the first fifteen holes. They yeah. do,
2: and then they're gonna tell me, at "Then I'm coming to your church." I'm like, "I know <laughs> yeah. you're not." I it, mean, right. it's about Jesus Christ, okay? Exactly. So, and yeah. the realism that he brought—he hung out with those people and sinners like me. I'm one of those people, you know. And uh, I just, I just don't want the church. This is really strange. I'm gonna say it. I just don't want the church to get in the way of somebody being becoming a Christian. That's it, you know. I think that's what Paul was trying to tell us in Galatians. Absolutely, I said it, Brian. You did it. Mm.
0: So Truth. one of the things that Truth. you Truth. shared with us in our staff meeting yesterday, Brian, was was basically the mission statement of Love Revolution. If you guys would uh, let me, I'll just I'll read it real okay. quick. Uh, Joyce writes, "I take up compassion and surrender my excuses." I stand against injustice and commit to live out simple acts of God's love. I refuse to do nothing. This is my resolve. I am the love revolution."
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Why'd she have to throw excuses in there? (laughs) (laughs) Because we have plenty of them. I hear them all the time, and I make them too. We don't have time, do we? I'm too tired. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The opportunity to love people is endless. It's always there. Especially with social media. Yes. Or <laughs> you can text, you can do a lot of things just to show love to people. I wanna share it before we do that, I wanted to share this story I'm gonna do Sunday. Because I feel like this is where we are. How how the world is feeling, how the community's feeling, how we can feel. I told I shared this story in a staff meeting. Um I went on vacation last week. And we were on our last day. We went out to breakfast to eat, and I'm with my family. Um, I know they won't mind me sharing this. I hope they don't. You mind better hope. Um, but Brenda's brother and his wife and their daughter, and she's 15, and I have an 11 year old and an 18 year old. If you can believe that, it's going to college. And you know, you just sit around the table and you're talking about life. And right now, everybody's talking about either election or COVID. You know, and it's, or who's going to wear a mask, who's not going to wear a mask. And it's just crazy, you know, how bad and negative things are. And I think we forget our children, they're on their phones most of the time, but they are listening. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're talking, and just out of the blue, Zoe just looks up. I said her name. Sorry, Zoe. She looks (laughs) up and she said, There just isn't any hope. Wow. And this is a fifteen year old. Right. And then she just goes back down to her phone. And it hit me that, wow, is that what we're teaching them? Is that is that what they see this is? There's no hope. But then I looked down and I said, Well, there is Jesus and she said, Oh yeah, there is yeah, Jesus. There is him. And I think the church we're kinda acting like that in some ways. There is no hope. We're we're acting like everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're. I'm not saying we should be crazy and and go against anything. What I'm what I'm saying is that there is hope. Yes, yes. there is right. hope, and Jesus Christ is hope, and His love. This that's why this love revolution is. We're talking about it because I feel like it is the key. The Christian community coming together and showing love like never before, in a real way, not in a way that you know makes us look good. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not that we put everything we do on social media. I'm talking about the, the individual Christian, okay, that goes to work every day or goes to school or in their family. They're showing love to people the way Jesus taught us to. And I don't want my children to feel like it's hopeless. I want them to learn from this experience, Yes, that when they go through this, they will understand that Jesus, in his way, that, he, that I learned that that love works. And that, that tag statement on our series says the power of love has no limits. That's right. Yeah. But we don't believe it. That's what I'm talk about Sunday. Well, you, I can't wait to hear that. Because, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I think as a church— If we really believed it, you're talking about a revolution, and I brought this book in here. I wanted to read. I'm just taking over. No, you're good. Go ahead. Revolution, a sudden, radical, and complete change from the way things are normally done. Normal church, it's gone. It's been plowed up. It's gone. (laughs) We can't continue to function normally. We can't love like we thought we were. Right. Mm -hmm. We have to love in an unnormal way. If that makes sense. Well, it does. I mean, you know, Apollo. I mean, if you go, you go to Galatians.
2: Basically, he says I was just beamed in. Yeah. He said that's kind of how you should feel. We should love like like out of this world, like, like we're that. aliens.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he says
2: we are, and you know, we should love yeah. like that. We should live like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know, we should be the ones that lead the way with the love. Right. You we know, should be the example. If you know, not, not the ones in afraid or in fear or there is no hope. We have all of it. Mm-hmm. We got every bit of that. We don't even. This is not even our home. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to communicate, you are not like everybody else. Right? Don't try to love like everybody else. Right.
0: And I would say that's that's part of the hope for a 15-year-old
1: mm-hmm. is,
0: is that they have an opportunity. The hope for them is that they have an opportunity to meet Jesus without us in the way.
1: Yeah. If, yeah.
0: If the church has been plowed up as we know it. Yeah. Our hearts are being individually plowed up. Maybe we could get out of the way love on somebody and maybe a 15 year old mm-hmm. could find some hope in jesus
2: that's right yeah that's where that get religion
1: out of the way yeah you know.
2: let the holy spirit do his thing <laughs> yeah. and i like that part yeah you know i don't i don't have to have the right it, say the right thing or
1: do the right things all the time and god works go ahead Brian. well it's, it's it's so much it's so much freedom in that you know reading through this book i mean i'm getting older i should know this stuff <laughs> okay I, I, should, I, have, I should have already learned this stuff, being in ministry 30 years. I think I understand it, but I really don't. I don't think the way Jesus put it, that I need to be looking for opportunity to love at every moment. I need to wake up in the morning and say, God, what do you want me to do today to love somebody? You know, if that means just like Joyce recommends, give three compliments a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people might say, well, that's not sincere. But, well, you can find a way to be sincere. You know, your hair looks good, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do mean that. Does it really? <laughs> Am I not wearing a hat? No, you no, look good. I got it. Okay. But, I mean, little things like that that really can impact people in a way we don't know. I don't think we understand the darkness people are living in right now. And just a glimmer of hope. It doesn't mean we, we have to, you know witness to them and open our Bible and read it to them. We just need to love them where they are no matter who they are. You know, that's that's what didn't I'm you, hoping we do through this. Yeah,
2: but didn't, we, didn't you say something about Facebook yesterday?
1: Was it you? Yes. Yeah, we
2: need to change Facebook. The yes. Face of we Facebook. said
1: we need to change the face of Facebook. Right. Yes. From being... <laughs> from what it is. Oh, my God, It's a war zone, I think yeah, we said. From it the war history. zone to the love zone. Yeah. No, I like that. Really. Yeah. We need to... We could do that. And we can do you think about it. How many Christians? Millions of Christians in this world. If we learn to love like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, we we stop complaining about the lines at the grocery store or the <laughs> I mean, the price of gas or Donald Trump or It's hot. You know whoever <laughs> yeah. you want to vote for, that's fine. But love people where you are. And that's something you know? we're gonna do with love revolution. We're mm-hmm. gonna
2: talk about how to get what it looks like in the area, in that space where you are
1: that's yeah that practical way you kept talking about yesterday what's the practical way and we're going to give some things yeah and try to be consistent that's the one thing we're, we're worried or concerned how can we be consistent as a church as a christian you know loving people not just when it feels good not just mm-hmm. when you know convenient. are convenient or yeah. convenient- oh, that's the big thing, it's never convenient to love someone, yeah well or or help someone it's we're never. always we're always in a hurry to get past that, yeah, when you have yeah. somebody has to move, they have to move on your birthday or you know or the <laughs> on right. a holiday or yeah
0: always but you have a date planned <laughs> with your wife, yes, yes, I can't
1: do it, sorry but. <laughs>
0: I would hey, highly boy. recommend for our listeners, a grab the book, The Love Revolution, by Joyce Meyer and read it. it it's, a, it's a great read. One of the things I love about the book is that she, I, th- I think there's five or six other Christian leaders that she brings mm-hmm. in, and they tell stories. And one of the people that she brought in was John Maxwell. And he talked about, it doesn't have to be spectacular. Like, he just listed, like, five quick things. Just catch someone doing right. Give someone a sincere compliment. Assist someone in need. Celebrate with someone who succeeds. I'm I'm not good at that. Like I'm not good at mm-hmm. you know seeing somebody do well and and give them an attaboy. and then just give someone hope, whatever that looks like for them. And I I think a lot of times we, it's not overwhelming, but we make it overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We we try to think in terms of you know feeding an entire community. You don't have to do that. It's 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 more a one to one thing. I think.
1: I think something she says. She said we can't you can't do everything. But we can do everything together.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah, you we can do, cover a
1: lot. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people out there, if we understood this love principle, it could change the world. It really could. Without a doubt. You know, and especially today. Yes. You know, it's needed. You know,
0: Brian, you said something interesting too. You said this is stuff I should know already, and that's why I included <laughs> yeah. James One in our production notes. Um, you know be quick to listen slow to speak slow to get angry don't just listen to god's word you have to do what it says you're just fooling yourself if you don't and pure <laughs> and genuine religion in the sight of god the father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you and to your point we should know this already like most of us and probably most of the people listening we we know this up here we know it mm-hmm. you know between the ears but getting it to the heart is a different thing. It is. And we look for others to take
1: care of it. Well, you yeah. Know, it, and,
2: you send in a prayer request. or anything, Yeah. United
1: of, Way or... Somehow. Yeah. You know, the guy on TV, the evangelist on TV, just send your prayer request in. You know, I, I think that has to become personal. I mean, I can't say that enough. In our hearts, in the hearts of all Christians, you know, and, and love... You know, Christian or not, you can love. Okay? And I'm gonna talk about that like we what's the greatest thing? I'm gonna give away a little bit. What's the most important thing you can do with your life? If you think about it, what's the most important thing you can do with your life? And when you hear that, you're probably thinking, Well, I'm gonna get married. First of all, I'm gonna to go to college. Then once I do that, I'm gonna I hear how many kids say, I'm going to be a millionaire by time I'm 25. Oh, yeah, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Great goals, you know, give to the church. That's right. <laughs> you know? um, but I think that's the way we think. But, you know, when they ask Jesus that question, basically, what is the greatest? What is the heaviest commandment? What's the, out of all of them, what is the greatest? And that's what we're going to talk about in this series. Love God. And love people. I love people. Yeah. You want to know what the most important thing is for your life? I'm probably saying this too soon because everybody's going to no, hear it. No, it's good. But that is it. And that really stuck with me. You know, have I been living my life that way? Probably not. You know, just because we're in ministry don't mean we actually I think we're good at it that sometimes. Way. We are. We mm-hmm. are good. At Christmas, time. we're really good. Yes. You know, but I'm not saying we haven't tried. I'm not saying people aren't trying. And I, and I think the heart is good, but sometimes we need to take it another level. Yeah. We need to step, step our level of love up a little bit. And that's what this love revolution, that's mm-hmm. why we're doing it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: You know, it's interesting in, in Luke chapter 10, so Jesus, the guy comes to Jesus, he said, hey, what's the greatest commandment? And just as you said, Jesus says, love God, love people, uh, love your neighbor as yourself. And the guy, you know, he wants to kind of get smart with Jesus and goes, well, who's my neighbor? Well, who yeah. does that mean? And Jesus goes, "So let me tell you a story." And you know, he launches into the story of the Good Samaritan, and and not coincidentally, he starts with what we would call church leaders. You know, yeah, yeah, a priest and a levi come by, which in our terms we might say, a, you know, a church staff member, a pastor. They, yeah. These guys come by, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't get my hands dirty. I'm out," and uh so, you know, I think we the three of us agree it probably starts with the three of us in this room, but there there's this idea that you know some people may be worthy of our help, and others aren't and um the most least likely person is the one who helped is the one who loved on on the man who'd been beaten and i that that just that hit me in the heart this week as i was as as I was studying that a little bit, and uh it just hammered it home to me that that it, it, whoever I
1: see, whoever I bump into, that is my neighbor. Yeah. 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 Not, you not being selective <laughs> who I can help. Exactly. Yeah, because that's kind of loving your enemy, too. You know, that's part of this, too. I have a hard time with that. I've had to learn that real love requires sacrifice. That means loving those that have hurt me. Mm. And we've had plenty of those, plenty of those in yeah. ministry It seems, but I think that's God plowing us. Yeah. He said, Hey, you learn to love that person that talked about you. Then you understand what I'm talking about. Because I died for that person over there. I died for the one that you won't talk to and you won't help. I'm like, Stop it, God. I get it. You know, I understand. I need to love them. He said, I don't think you do. That's it. You know, and that's a love that goes beyond anything. And Joyce, I think, talks about it that. You know love is above the law you You can't measure it. you can't nobody can say anything against you when you love like that. Yes nothing, nothing can stop it. That's why the power of love has no limit. It cannot be stopped. when it is moving, I think it's like a tidal wave that just keeps going. and once people catch love, man look out what God can do. oh well, yeah. how he frees up people in the world. And that's what I'm hoping for through this, that this revolution is a new and sudden thing, which, you know, when Jesus brought that commandment, that was new. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was a re- He's a revolutionary in this idea Absolutely. that, you know, this is the way things should be. Forget all the 600 laws you got. This is it. If you have nothing else to do, this is what it is, you know. You know, and you, you said the sacrifice word, and, and in mm-hmm. Jesus'
0: story, he says the guy uh, picked him up, cleaned him up, doctored him, nursed him, put him up, and then he opened a tab for him. Yeah, yeah.
1: He went all the way. He that's, didn't stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. it was going to cost him something. And I think that's one of the things that hinders us. We're afraid of what it's going to cost us. But you made a great point in our meeting yesterday. When you love on other
1: people, your cup gets filled up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we're sitting around waiting for love when really what we ought to be doing is finding somebody to love. And that's what fills you up. And Joyce even talks about that. And I, I, I was thinking about that. Okay, now if I'm feeling lonely or bored or whatever, I need to look for someone to love. You know, and then it just brings happiness. You know, when you buy something for somebody or you give something, how you just feel that. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what she's talking about. Imagine... Millions of people learning to love like that, you know, happy people. Yeah, you
2: know, <laughs> I do. I mean, I, what I have heard, and this is true. A lot of times we wait for a feeling to do something, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not how love works. That's right. It, it's, actions will bring feeling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah that's a great, yeah. great you know, way what, to put it. Yeah. yeah. So if I, if I, all right, do I feel like loving that? It has nothing to do. We just do, mm-hmm. and then the feeling comes later. But I think if you're waiting to feel – the same way with working out and exercise, if you wait for a feeling, <laughs> yeah. you're probably just not going to do it. You right. know? You, but you have the, – the, I think you said it's intentional. Mm-hmm. We make this intentional. This is what we do. And it's a
1: choice. Yes, that's what it was, it, a choice. And, and Joyce Seam talks about how without love, without a sacrifice, it's probably not love. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, has to, it has to hurt a little bit. Yeah. You know, when you give your money – or when you give your time and time's very I, I learned this on vacation this week cuz I'm reading this and I'm thinking you know if I've been there for my kids like I should for my wife and I got to thinking the best thing they I can give them is my time yeah true they don't want my ipad Sometimes I give them that just so they'll <laughs> right. let me alone. They want your phone <laughs> on my phone. Your debit card. But I worried that. That's mine yeah. right there. Oh my that's goodness. true. But the best thing I can give them is time. And that's what I did this week. I tried to just hang out with my girls and just let them. They talk. Gosh, they talk all day long. They do. Love them. <laughs> but my goodness, Lily asked me like 50 questions this week. But. It meant a lot to her, and I think it's another thing that means a lot to people. When you give them your time and your attention and you look them in the eye and you're listening to them, that's, that's an easy thing to do. But some people we don't want to listen to. <laughs> no. But anyway, I, I, I don't want to drag that out too much, but I think that's just another way of looking at how we love intentionally.
0: And on Sunday, you're really going to get the ball rolling on this, and we're looking forward to that. Any other final thoughts on Galatians or Love Revolution? Amazing how this is like just flowing right together. It's almost like we planned it. It is. It it seems like like we
2: had something in, in mind.
0: That's pretty good. All right, guys, we're so excited about this new series. Thanks for joining us today. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. And uh, don't forget, you can uh, drive in church, you can come to a service, you can watch us online. Uh, Check us out, uh, like and subscribe our our podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. See you.